Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us in this episode of Taking the Road Less Traveled Through a Disrupted World with David Irvin and myself, Allie Stone. podcast is to have open-hearted, real conversations about our authentic journey through this disrupted time in our world. And we also feel that what we learn from this journey will be able to apply to an emerging new world when we come out the other side. In our commitment to make a difference to difference makers, we want to use this podcast to explore what's happening in this time in our lives and as well as what's happening in the lives of those of you who are committed to making a difference making a difference the authentic way. Now, David's mission is to connect leaders to their authentic selves, which inspires and enables them to have a meaningful impact on their organizations, communities, and even their families. David says leadership at its core is about influence and it has nothing to do with our titles or the letters behind our names or even the sizes of our offices. Leadership is about the capacity to inspire others to action. It truly is about making a difference. And Allie Stone has joined me on this journey as she has a deep understanding of what it means to lead authentically. She has spent the last 15 years of her career exploring what caring leadership looks like and how organizations can be built from the heart and still be truly successful. For Allie, leadership is life. She believes anything involving human connection is all interconnected in the experience of living. And she is passionate about working with other leaders who are inspired to create something similar. It is her belief that sharing her lessons will help other leaders gain deeper insights and understanding as to the infinite possibility that lies ahead for each of us when we connect with our hearts. Well, welcome everybody to another session, another podcast of traveling through this journey with the road less traveled and uh, living more authentically today and using this time of challenge and crisis around the world to help us be more authentic. I don't want to waste this crisis. I want to use it. I want to make it take advantage of it. And I want to learn what's in front of us. And maybe Maybe, Allie, we can look back at this time and say, how was this the best time that ever, best thing that ever happened to us? And it, it I think of, that's possible. <laughs> what's that? I, I think that's possible. I think, I I that's think possible. we at least see the growth, right? That's come out of it. I have been reflecting this last week on the cycles that I've gone through in the last six to eight weeks since this whole shutdown. And this podcast has been great for me because it's kind of done a little weekly inventory about how I am. And I'm noticing, and I just want to draw a little picture of the cycles that I've been through in the last, I'm going to say six weeks, which is the most intense period. And I went through it at first, I went through a period of fear and panic. I had my own panic. My whole business was turned upside down and I went in my own, I got kind of frenetic and I wrote some articles and I made a video and I said, Oh, I have to do something because that's tends to be my response when I'm in panic. And I got that out there and then I kind of withdrew for a couple of weeks and I walked the trails behind our home 
and I just just allowed myself to be and be with my wife and just kind of reflect. And then I got real dark and I got very sad. And we talked about sadness last mm -hmm. week and embracing sadness. And then what came up following the sadness was a lot of self-doubt, which is what I want to talk about with you today. And what I'm finding is that there's an emergence out of that self-doubt now into some new insights. And we were just talking before the before this about some new material that I'm developing and helping people with their emotional intelligence. And I'm developing new new products and new thoughts. And it's emerging slowly. I don't want to take it too quickly because I want to really have it make sure that it comes from my heart. But a very necessary step along that journey was embracing self-doubt. And that's what I want to spend some time with today. How do we trust ourselves? How do we embrace fully self-doubt? Uh, my new mantra these days is name it and tame it and face it. Be with it. Let's not run away. Let's allow whatever comes up for us. And it just happened to be self-doubt in the last, particularly the last 10 days. But I've really reflected on this notion of let's not move out of that whatever the whatever we label as negative maybe it's actually here as a gift to help us and i'm wondering what your thoughts are ali about self-doubt as actually a gift in our life as opposed it's not our enemy we don't need to be afraid of it in fact i would argue i'm not sure i trust anybody that doesn't have some self-doubt because it makes it real somehow. What are your thoughts about self-doubt and the role of self-doubt in terms of helping us be more authentic? Yeah, well, um, I, it's a struggle for me. <laughs> I'm not sure. And I don't, uh, I don't want to stereotype. So I'm only going to say this for myself, but sometimes I wonder if some of that is, a female thing, but I'm very, very critical of myself. Um, some of it's my personality <laughs> too, but I find myself saying awful things to myself sometimes that I would never say to anybody else, which then triggers this doubt in myself of what I can truly accomplish in my life. And what's interesting uh, as I go on this journey that seems to keep happening to me is that somebody will step into my life <laughs> and be like, whoa, 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 like almost shake me. <laughs> be like, what, what are you saying? Like if I start saying these things out loud. So, you know, I struggle with self-doubt. So I'm, I'm with you on this like darkness. And I feel like I, I just came out of a really bad uh, part of it myself. I was really struggling the last couple of weeks with my job and what it meant and if I was contributing and if there was meaning and there was nothing in my external environment to tell me that it wasn't that way. Everything that was indicating that to me was coming from inside my head and I was having a really hard time getting around that. It was a challenge. <laughs> For sure. So, um, you know, it's funny because we keep connecting on these. We're on this like self-care and then we're talking about this grief and now we're talking about 
talking about this self-doubt and um, this, I, maybe this is part of everything that's happening in the world and part of how this process is happening for us, especially as people who are on this authentic journey. Um, but it's the one thing I want to like, and I guess we need to go back and forth on this because I need your opinion. But the one thing I want to say right now about self-doubt is that it's kind of scary. It's really powerful and it can really take over your thought process and your mind and make you believe something that's not actually necessarily true. What are your thoughts there? Yes. And I also know, I'm not sure that it's a gender issue, but it is a sensitivity issue. Mm, and people yeah. who bring sensitivity and ability to connect and the ability to, to tune in and relate to people struggle with self-criticism and self-doubt. It, it, it's a little bit like our challenge about self-care that we talked about a couple of sessions ago. I was totally just going back there in my brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it comes in the same package. And I think we have to work with it. I think we can cave into it. And, and when it becomes self-criticism, when it goes from doubt to criticism, then I think it becomes, it, it becomes uh, degenerative. It becomes, it takes life from us. Um, when it, when we can work with it and accept it, first of all, it's totally understandable right now that we're all going to live in self-doubt. If we're walking into unprecedented times, think about it rationally. Mm -hmm. If you're walking into unprecedented times that we've never faced before, how can we possibly have confidence in everything that we're doing? So there's we going can't. to be an element of natural doubt in ourselves. Yeah. And I think it's important first and foremost to name it and value it and appreciate it and just recognize that if you weren't sensitive and I wasn't sensitive, we would not have self-doubt. Think about the alternative to not having self-doubt is that we walk around egotistical mm -hmm. and we walk around with a false sense of who we are. Now, can self-doubt go too far and be inaccurate? Absolutely. But I think it comes with the package and we got to decide intentionally, let's work with it so it doesn't destroy us but let's not make it our enemy. Mm -hmm. And I, I would like that to be my own personal pact. When I see self-doubt coming up, my first response is that I want it to be able to appreciate it because it comes from my sensitive nature. What are you? I'm thoughts? having like a total, uh, I'm struggling to figure out how to respond to you right now. Cause like, you're giving me like this, like kind of aha. <laughs> Like kind of, I'm trying to figure out how to articulate it. But when you say you go from self-doubt to self-criticism and that becomes a dangerous place, that's pretty much what I just described. How do you know, Dave? Like, I don't know. I don't know that I can look back on what happened to me over the last couple of weeks and discern where that crossed that line for me from a place that was maybe checking in to a place that was totally, I mean, I know I got there, <laughs> totally ruining my life, but I don't know, I know I got there, but I don't know when, and I don't know how that happened. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're giving me this like, 
I have to figure out how to articulate it because we're on a podcast and not just having a conversation. But um, yeah, you're giving me some real insight into that there maybe is a potential key there to awareness, to understanding when that verbiage changes to something else. What do you, what do you know about that? Well, I'd like ideally to know every moment when I'm in self-doubt so I can name it in the moment. I'm not quite uh, to sainthood yet where I can get there. And usually it happens the day after. I'm trying to catch it faster. But when I can recognize self-doubt, so where do, what does self-doubt look like? Lack of confidence. Um, for me, it was like questioning myself. So when, when I did this webinar last week and we did this round table with all the alumni that have been through our, our uh, other Everest together and I, I was vulnerable and I doubted myself when afterwards and I, I said, you know, was I too vulnerable? Was I too raw? Was I too insecure? Was I too dependent? All these thoughts came to me. And what I recognized is that I needed to get some feedback. And I called one of the, one of the people in the group that I really trust and got some feedback and said, you know, let's not put the word, how can you possibly put the word T-O-O -O before the word vulnerable? It doesn't work. Hmm. Can't be too vulnerable. No. It can be who you are. But the fact that I put two in there, I started to recognize. And after my conversation with him, then I began to realize, oh, that's self-doubt. And I'm more susceptible. I'm doubting myself more. And it was going into that place of self-criticism. So I think the important thing is to stop on a regular basis, probably daily, and ask ourselves, is this self-doubt creeping in? And just stop and really pay attention to it and not just blow it off as well. That's just who I am. I'm just hard on myself. It's like anxiety. Stop and feel the anxiety, feel the fear, name it. And I think it's a matter of making sure that we can slow down enough to pay attention, Allie. And I, yes, ideally, would I love to catch it in the moment? Sure. But let's try to at least catch it within the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because and then, then it's it power over us when when we when I think we can embrace it. What were you going to say? Well, I just I think if we don't catch it, it spirals, right? So that I mean, I think that's a description of me explaining what happened to me. Um, that it spiraled out of control on me, right? And I allowed, you know, almost like one notch on the on the volume scale to keep going up and up and up until I was just completely didn't questioning everything that I was doing, right? And um, yeah, I was thinking you said like uh, new territory. That, that kind of struck me too, right? We're all in uncharted water right now. So of course we're going to have self-doubt. Of course we're not pros at what we're doing. Of course we're not well-seasoned vets. <laughs> I mean, like you know, I step into this podcast with you every day with a little bit of vulnerability and some hesitation and then just open my heart and walk into it because what else are you going to do once you're there? So why do I have that type of mentality about the podcast, but then um, pull myself into this really hard place 
with my, my career. Right. So it's very interesting how it can, um, show up. I, I'm thinking about it, like how you describe depression too, right? It's kind of, uh, it's kind of scary. It kind of sneaks in on you all of a sudden one day it's just there. Right. And it's like, you're like, Whoa, what happened? How did I get here? Right. So I think, um, the one thing, like, I just, I took a note here cause I'm like, I'm learning right now is that I need to take an inventory or understand what kind of things would create self-doubt in my life. Like for sure, new territory is one, right? But what other things might trigger that for myself? And if I understand those, I think that might be the first step to some self-awareness too. Yeah. And if I'm vulnerable, if I'm raw emotionally, if I'm exposed emotionally, like I have opened up and I'm a, I am a believer that all these cycles that I've been through in the last six weeks, I want to embrace it. I don't want to just avoid it and just cope with it and move beyond it. I want to really look at it. And you know what? It hurts. This is the road less traveled. It's a lot more uncomfortable to actually look at it. But what I find is it doesn't stay if I actually name it and claim it. It doesn't hang around. If I actually embrace it and, and accept it, in this moment and acceptance isn't condoning it acceptance is appreciating it and appreciating maybe it's here to teach me and i always say about depression to watch the secondary emotion after the depression in other words the judgment that comes with the depression and there's i in my opinion now depression takes several forms and we're not talking really about depression today um, but I can only tell you from my own experience of having walked through periods in my life where I have faced the dark night of that of the soul. It's really you have to de de befriend your depression to get out of it. You got to hold not not be afraid of the dark, as we say as we say to children all the time. Mm -hmm. Is we got to befriend it. Um, so that the worst thing about depression is when you get depressed about being depressed, then you really get depressed. If you can just allow yourself, depression comes with the human experience of sensitivity. It's a, it, it comes to us as a, as a guest, in Rumi's words. Well, I believe that anxiety is the same way. Let's not get anxious about being anxious. And let's make sure around self-doubt, I want to live intentionally so that I don't self-doubt my self-doubt. That when yeah. I'm in self-doubt, three things are important. Stop. I'm self-doubting myself. And if I continue on this path, it will likely spiral down to self-criticism, which won't be helpful. Number two, share it with somebody else so that I can get some perspective on it. I needed this last week I needed to appreciate it and own it and really share it with somebody that I respected that would be honest with me. And I said, in this case, Larry, I said, was that, was that my vulnerability? Was it inappropriate? Um, was I, did I come across as being weak? And I needed to really let that sink in that he said, no, no, you were good. I didn't see, I didn't see any red flags with it. I needed to get that perspective. And then I need to have faith that when I get feedback like that, they're being honest with me. Yeah. And then in some way I need to just sit still with it and find some kind of a way to let it go. 
If I embrace it fully, it usually dissolves on its own. And then appreciate, oh yeah, it's coming to me because I'm sensitive and because I'm passionate and I'm gonna have these moments. And I do know, Allie, that since the self-doubt last week, all kinds of new insights have come to me this last week. That it really was the darkness before the dawn. Mm-hmm. And it's halfway through the crisis becomes the opportunity. Your thoughts Which about is, that? Your thoughts on I just that? think that's such an important piece to remember. <laughs> I always think about it when I'm, yeah, coming out the other side of something. I'm like, okay, I was in some turmoil <laughs> and I was in that turmoil because I needed to grow. And what's going to happen now, I'm not really sure, but I bet it's going to surprise, delight, excite, inspire me. It's going to enlighten my creativity and I need to be on now. <laughs> Now's my time to turn back on and just love that flow of life that starts to come through. It's like this life force, this energy, this prana that starts to come through after something like that. Cause it's almost like your body was shut down for a little while and just everything just starts coming out of you. So for me, it's been creativity. I keep waking up in the middle of the night with ideas <laughs> and I have to get up and write them down right now and stuff. And I go through phases like that, but uh, I definitely wouldn't be, that wouldn't be happening if I was still feeling so much self-doubt or even to that self-criticism side about what had been happening, right? So I'm going to suggest as well that your creativity would not be coming to you with that kind of clarity, because I know what kind of a creative person you are and your creativity would not be emerging had you not embraced some of that self-doubt, knowingly or unknowingly. And I have to remember that in the darkest nights are the brightest stars. Yeah. And I have to trust, I, I do have to hold on to a vision in those dark nights that there's no such thing as a double night. The sun will, always come up and the stars will always be there in fact in mid-afternoon the stars are just waiting to show themselves in the night and i have to hold on and remember that vision while i'm in the midst of some of that darkness i love that you should write that in your next book it's wonderful. This is <laughs> see what happens in, in a creative conversation. But you see, this is what you do. You bring this creativity out in yourself and others. And I would argue it's because you are so sensitive and that you're so tuned in to the life force. And you are, if you're tuned into love and rising to life, in your words, you are also going to be tuned in to the darkness. And you don't avoid it. You walk right through it. And it's what makes you who you are. I just don't know if there's any other way. (laughs) So I guess it's all I've ever had. All I've ever known is that I've had to walk through the woods. I cannot walk around it. It's all I've ever known for myself. And it's all that's ever worked for me. And uh, so maybe it's my blessing in disguise (laughs) in some ways, right? Um, But yeah, it's just kind of always been my journey. And you You wouldn't have it 
any other way? I wouldn't change a single moment of my life. Yeah. I, I remember my dad who struggled, who struggled so much with depression and he would really remind me it's not a breakdown, it's a breakthrough. And he just, he just chose to have those paths to make him the person that he was. Were you gonna, I think I may have, have interrupted you there. Were you uh, gonna no, it's okay. I'm just, I'm uh, soaking it up. <laughs> I'm soaking up the conversation today. So it's good. It's really good for me. I find uh, I've been really, I keep thinking I've been really blessed to be a part of this, you know, redefining authenticity segment with you because it's, uh, I'm getting a lot of feedback from people I know that listen to it and they love it and they love uh, listening to us talk, but man, do I ever get so much from it every time. So it's like kind of selfish, <laughs> but uh, I'm really, really grateful for it. So thank you for this conversation today. It's awesome. And so just in wrapping this up, I have a suspicion that it might happen that you and I, after we're done here, will have some thoughts about self-doubt. Did we do the right thing today by having mm -hmm. this conversation? Did we waste people's time? Not that anybody's going to listen to it if they don't enjoy it and, and find it enriching. But I think those self-doubt thoughts are going to come. Mm -hmm. And let's just make a pact that we'll just appreciate that, you know what? You and I spoke from our hearts today. And we came together with an intention to make this world better by being more authentic. I love it. Self-doubt comes with that, so be it. But I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing, and you're not going to stop doing what you're doing. Because in your words that I've learned from you over the years that I've known you, is you're going to make the world more beautiful by doing that. And you do. Yeah. This is how we all make the world beautiful. Thanks for the conversation today. Thank you. I'll see yeah. you next week. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of The Other Everest. It's our mission to continue to bring you engaging, heartwarming and inspiring content. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, please feel free to visit davidirvin.com at any time as we would love to hear from you. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate it or subscribe or simply share the episodes with people you know who would also enjoy this conversation. Authentic leaders create ripples in time. Those ripples extend to generations yet unborn. And it's not just impact in the here and now, but impact in here and forever. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of this journey with us. Until we meet again.